The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined today by Joe Costanzo. Howdy. And making his debut on the podcast, one of our writers, it's Dylan Oakley. How are you doing, Dylan? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. Yeah, well, I mean, we're glad to have you here. Joe, sorry, I haven't asked how you're doing. You doing well? I'm doing terribly. Just oh, the worst. well, what's the matter? Nothing. Just, just have to sit next to you for an hour. Char- charming. That's understandable, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and chose violence. Right. <laughs> Have you just woken up? Yeah, 6pm. Alright, cool. Um, Dylan, so you are a Bengals fan, which is why we have you on today's show, pre- um, previewing yeah. the game. Um, how the hell did that happen? It was, I mean, it kind of, there wasn't necessarily much kind of thinking behind it, if I'm honest. Um, I, when I decided, you know, I, I wanted to start following the NFL a few years ago now, and um, I kind of had a couple of thought processes. Actually, my first one was um, that I should be a Rams fan because <laughs> um, because I'm a because I'm a Derby County fan. So naturally, that would be the yes, obvious nice. choice. That um, sense. However, however, um, I didn't want to be too obvious, so I decided against that. And then, other than that, if I'm honest, I, I was looking kind of through the teams, um, and. I don't know, they, they kind of jumped out at me. It might just simply be because they've got quite a bright logo. I don't know. Um, but also, I, I also wanted to pick a team that was slightly worse than average. Yeah. Don't really ask me why. Maybe I guess maybe because I didn't want to be kind of branded as a glory supporter. Yeah, you so. want to root for the underdog. I get that. Yeah, I kind of get that. I, I, when, yeah. I, when I started watching, it was always about, it was about picking a team that hadn't won a Super Bowl before was one of the reasons why I picked the Eagles. So, yeah. You don't. I mean, yeah. it's no. It was no fun when post twenty twelve everyone started supporting the Seattle Seahawks in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> it was between the Seahawks and like just floods of Patriot supporters. You yeah. had it a bit for when the Chiefs won the yeah. Super Bowl as well. Like, yeah, just a sudden surge yeah. of British That's Chiefs true. fans. I think Josh, who also joined uh, the team around similar time to Dylan, I think he was pre Super Bowl and pre Patrick. Yeah, so he. I, I remember speaking to him about it. I believe he. Uh, he was he became a chief fan in I want to say 2016, 2017, something like that. But he did he has actually been um to Arrowhead apparently. He did go and see them play one time. So uh, yeah. yeah. Good as reason as any. All right, so Dylan, the Bengals season, obviously you saw the Super Bowl coming, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean not at all. I think um yeah, before before the year, I, I kind of looked at the team we had. Obviously, we've got some some real stars. I mean, if you look at obviously Joe Burrow, the quarterback there's so much talent there. I guess there was a slight question coming off the injury from last yeah. year. Um, but I, I, if I'm honest, when I looked at the team, I thought, okay, I think last year we had uh, four wins, I want to say. I think we were 4-11-1. and one. Mm. Um, and, and so this season, I kind of looked at our schedule. I was thinking maybe we'd be about seven wins, you know, missing out yeah. on the playoffs, but not not awful. Respectable uh, show of kind of, Yeah, and, and to be honest, I... I remember thinking at the start of the year that I um, was expecting this year to be kind of a transition year and then next year to be when we really stepped up. That's kind of what I was um, expecting to see. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't expect this sort, of a, this sort of a run though, I have to say. Yeah, I remember your first article for us was something about being surprised that the Bengals did well one week. So yeah, I think yeah. that pretty much sets, <laughs> sets your expectations of where they were. What, what do you think it was then? This Obviously, it's Joe Burrow's 
bounce back from injury. But what else has like come right this year to put you in the Super Bowl? I don't. I mean, I think one of the big things is the is our is our defense. If I'm honest, I think yeah, that was the biggest surprise. We, for me. Yeah, I think it, if you look at the the kind of players that we have on defense, there aren't when you first look at it, there aren't necessarily any players that stand out as absolute stars. Um, mm. But there's, I, I think, may, just the the fact that we've got quite a lot of good players there means that the unit as a whole is able to operate quite well. I think if you look at, um, I think the defensive line's probably been our, our biggest upgrade, if I'm honest, just because um, I remember last year that was probably one of our weaker points. We weren't pressuring uh, quarterbacks, you know, particularly well. Um, and I think uh, Trey Hendrickson, obviously, we added in free agency. I, I thought he'd be all right. I didn't think he'd be necessarily mm-hmm. as good as he has been. Um, yeah. And then I think also um, Sam Hubbard, our uh, mm-hmm. other uh, edge rusher, he's made a big step this year. He, he was pretty good last year, um, but he's really kind of developed into into quite a, a star player on our, on our defence. Yeah, we were talking about the um, Bengals D-line. I mean, obviously it's been said to death about dropping A into coverage and doing it with three, but like they, you get pressure in a similar way that the classic Patriots teams do in sort of they squeeze the pocket down rather than you've got like guys that try and like speed rush and win one on one. And yeah. on, on the note you were saying about you don't have starts, but you also like, if you look at that defense, I mean, you don't really have any weak spots. You could say Eli Apple isn't the best corner in the game, but yeah. you do a lot of stuff to protect him, sort of funnel stuff away from him quite well. I think this is Elon Apple's prime year, mate. Prime Apple. <laughs> this is prime Apple we're seeing right now. I do like how um, I completely forget your defensive coordinator, Anarumo. Anarumo's yeah. name? Uh, yeah, Big Lou Lou. Anarumo. Yeah. Big Lou. Big Lou switches it up <laughs> in like different defensive fronts for like different situations, and you switch it up quite a lot. So I think there's some element of confusion as well. Just yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, I think one thing I noticed, um, I, I kind of went back and watched the uh, AFC Championship game or the highlights at least again to kind of have a look at why. Because obviously in the first half we couldn't really stop the Chiefs, and then in the second half we we seemed to really be able to to limit them. And, I, and one thing I noticed was I, even though we don't we don't we don't tend to blitz that much, and and we didn't against against Kansas City, um, but we still managed to get pretty good pressure with it with uh, with four four mm. rushes, or even actually on occasions I think we I think there we got two sacks. I think it was two sacks when we only rushed three, um, which you know against a good offensive line is 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 quite good so um no i definitely think there's been a massive improvement there but i i agree i think on our defense as a whole there aren't and there isn't necessarily kind of one part of it that i would say is a real weak spot mm. i mean i i'd be tempted if anything to say maybe our linebackers but then we've still got um i mean i've, I've been really impressed with logan wilson yeah um who we drafted i think third round uh, the same as 2020 third draft, I think. I mean, he's the of a third of round draft. sort of player, doesn't he? Logan yeah. <laughs> he's just like, just like sort of decent, no, nothing athletically like incredible, but like he'll do a job and is pretty solid for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's who's the <laughs> the the prime example that would be like Joe Schobert? Yeah, I think yeah. he was a first round pick, Joe Schobert. Yeah, but Joe Schobert does just give stinks of a third round player. stinks of third round energy, <laughs> but still is actually really good. Yeah, I think I think you might have a point there about the linebackers. They like in space, they're not the most gifted guys, but you don't ask him to do a whole lot of stuff. And like Joe said, 
Big Lou who's done a fantastic job and when you've got Von yes. Bell and Jesse Bates behind them you yeah, do a whole like lot of yeah. stuff there it's just people who are just good at fulfilling their specific role and doing their job yeah and not asking them to do things that they can't do which is how basically you get exploited in the NFL with like you leave guys on islands when they can't hold up but on the offensive side of it other ball did you see Jamal Chase being <laughs> arguably the top three receiver in the league already? Like, what the hell's gone on there? I yeah, I, I mean, I I don't think many people. Obviously, everyone knew his talent because we could see that. You know, when he played at LSU, um, you know, he, he, we we all knew he was a very talented receiver. But when when we drafted him, obviously at the time it was very very controversial because of the like, the O line situation, which I guess we can come on to in a bit. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I I, I didn't foresee him being this good i thought to be honest he would his first year or this first year i thought that t higgins would potentially dominate our receiving core a bit more just because he was more established in the in the offense um and i thought i thought jamar chase would probably have some boom or bust plays if you like mm. um and and that would be kind of it and then maybe either next year or the year after he would really start to to develop but yeah no i i, I didn't see uh, see this necessarily coming yeah, it just amazes me how he just seems to run past, just get separation out of nowhere just by running. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not like I'm he's seeing not using like fancy partic- moves or stuff yeah. like that. He's just physically so gifted that he just separates at the last minute and gets the ball. Uh, it's partially the connection, probably, with Joe Burrow as well. Yeah, that's true. How he knows where the ball's going to be and like when to when to put that extra bit of speed down to get that separation, but. I mean that when you look back, that LSU team was so special. Like Justin Jefferson also came to the league; it was like the best rookie we've ever, we've ever seen. And then Jamar Chase goes and tops him. Ridiculous. Yeah. You mentioned the O line. Yeah. <laughs> how scared of Aaron Donald are you? Like <laughs> right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm praying for Joe Burrow. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> I think, I think uh, that's uh, realistically when you look at the the matchup. Uh, in the Super Bowl, that's realistically where everyone's going to be looking because the Rams arguably have one of the best defensive lines in the league. I mean, you've got Aaron Donald, but also if you if you look at, I mean, obviously they added Von Miller, who's been extremely good. Um, As Von and, Miller is one to do. Exactly, and I I, I think yeah, it's it's a worry because our, our offensive line is not good, and it wasn't good last year, and. It's still not good this year. Um, I'm pretty sure Burrow. I'm I'm fairly sure he's the, been the most sacked quarterback in the league this year. Um, and gre- full credit to him for for kind of being so good, you know, dealing with that. But yeah, it's 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 a worry. And I think instantly, if you look at that matchup, you would have to give the Rams somewhat of an advantage. I think just somewhat purely, yeah, just purely because of that. Um, and as good as you know, Burrow is and our, our receivers are. Um, if he's constantly under pressure, there, there's no way, surely, that he can he can uh, produce yeah. to such a high level. But you know, yeah, it's it's not it's not a promising outlook, I have to say. Yeah, it, do, it does limit on how much you can get deep balls to T Higgins and Jamar Chase if Joe Burrow has what less than half a second to get the ball off before Aaron Donald <laughs> eats him makes it, makes it kind of yeah. difficult it's only consolation it doesn't seem to phase him when he gets sacked he gets up the next play and can pretty much move on that is true his bounce back ability is off the charts bounce back ability exactly yeah. <laughs> I like that I like that, <laughs> I, that. I, I think I think we'll have to 
somewhat rely on obviously i mean quick passes we tend to do quite a lot of quick passes anyway um probably because our offensive line isn't very good um but um quick passes i mean obviously we've got jamar chase t higgins and even tyler boyd as well but i think one big thing with jamar chase for example is he's very good at creating yards after the catch even if he, he catches quite a short pass i think there was the one against the chiefs in was it mm. week 17 mm. um and then the one against the ravens um in i can't remember what week it was but he's he's he can make a touchdown from kind of anything. Yeah. Um, was it him that yeah, scored sorry, that? <laughs> was it him that scored that mental one against the Titans as well, in the divisional round? I... He, it, it, he didn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a touchdown, but he. It was. It was like a fifty-yard gain, and he literally caught. He caught the ball pretty much at the line of scrimmage, like it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him so being maybe... shocked at his forty time, and it's absolutely not one of those forty times. It doesn't translate to the game. What was this yeah, it, it, I mean, four threes. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, so I feel like against that defensive line, maybe that's some sort of way that we can try and get around it. But it, it you can only, there's only a limited amount of you know times that we can pass the ball short to Jamal Chase and hope that he can make something out of it. No, yeah, I mean he, he hasn't been tackled for a loss yet, so. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, the Rams, for as good of stars they've got on that defense, they they do have some miscommunications. And watching the 49ers games and the highlights back from that, like if you didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo on the center there, like that's some big plays left on the board that you hope that Joe Burrow can exploit, right? Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I was looking at um, some of the stats surrounding the, the Rams defense. And I think it was... Um, they're not particularly great um, on on third down on third down necessarily. They're not particularly great at stopping teams on third down, um, and they're also not that brilliant at red zone defense either. So if we maybe if we can try and move the ball, um, as I say, and uh, try and maybe avoid Burrow getting sacked as much as possible, um, then they've got every chance of, of finding those big plays because ultimately, as much as, as good as the uh, the Rams defense is our offense is good enough so that you would think we could at least rattle off a couple of big plays. Yeah. So provided they managed to hold the rounds to fewer than should we be cautious to say fewer than four sacks of Joe Burrow. What else has to go right for the Bengals? Like they have a real chance in this because they probably are the underdogs going into the game, right? Yeah, I would say so. I think, I, I mean, if you look on an offense, one thing that we've kind of been very, very up and down with our running game has been very much like, up and down it, it joe mitson you know really good running back but he we tend to only get kind of four ish yards per carry again not bad but like we I, I was looking through our um our stats our rushing stats throughout the season and they've not been brilliant and then there's been certain games where we've been you know held to two three yards a carry but you know less than three yards a carry um and uh, the rams good rush defense again so I, I don't necessarily think that we need Joe Mixon to to really go off necessarily but I think if we can try and generate some sort of um rhythm in the in the running game might give Joe Burrow a little bit more time to to pass the ball which you know he's gonna he's gonna need <laughs> yeah it's the classic opens up play actions as well which can make up for the lack of O-line yeah at, at least at least give you guys a little bit of room I mean, on the running game, like, 
we mentioned the Bengals' defense being pretty good, pretty solid, but uh, the Chiefs were able to move the ball on the ground against you, and there's been somewhat of a yeah. impact throughout the whole year. Is that a worry against a team that will actually w- run the ball if they can feel they're having success with it, unlike Andy Reid? Yeah, that's the thing. It, it it could be definitely a, a danger, I think, because, again, if you look at uh, when we played the Chiefs, I think, you know, they were running the ball well. And um, I think maybe had they stuck to running the ball more and more, especially in that second half, um, they could have quite easily won that game, I think. Um, and, yeah, obviously the Rams, they're going to want to run the ball if, if um, they find success out of it. And so... Yeah, I, I do worry about that slightly. Obviously, Cam Akers um, coming back, they've had him come back as well. And then uh, obviously they've got, what, Sony Michelle um, mm. as well. So, you know, two decent running backs um, and a, a pretty good O-line. So, yeah, I, I do worry about our, our defence there slightly because we've not been the best at stopping the run. Um, and, and, and so if they do somehow, if they can, you know, just move the chains simply by running quite a lot, maybe not so much giving Stafford um, as much to do. Um, and if they just hold on to the ball, I think we could be we could be in trouble there. The other side to that is that I think St. Cam has been a little bit of a fumbly boy since he's been back. Well, there was that one game against the Bucks in the divisional round where they, they just were like, I don't actually want to hold on to this anymore. With, with a team <laughs> like the Bengals, though, that Bengals defense is particularly good at getting turnovers. Yeah, crazily so. Like that has been a huge factor in what they've done this year. Yeah, good point actually. Yeah, especially in the playoffs, I think. Um, and because I think, um, in fact, in most of our, I think maybe exclude the Raiders game, but I think against the the Titans and the Chiefs, the turnovers were essentially, I think, what kind of won us the game. Um, in those in those two games, I think. Had we not, I mean, if you look at um, the Chiefs game, it's an obvious one, but had we not been able to, to, I think there was an interception by BJ Hill, who he knocked, he knocked down on Mahomes' pass um, and then caught it. And then they obviously the interception in overtime. I think, I mean, if you, if either of those two plays, I think, um, hadn't happened, it, it, you know, the Chiefs could have run away with it. Um, so I, that's, yeah, probably the best way that our defence can kind of win by forcing turnovers and I know Stafford in the playoffs has been very good but uh, I guess he had a little slump beforehand I mean he's been he, he has been very good recently though so yeah there um, was that like three week period where he just forgot that he had to throw it away from opposition defenders for a while but yeah I mean with with the turnovers it does feel like there's a little bit of a all lucks with the Bengals right now and he's worried is that is that something you could take advantage of it's like all right, it doesn't matter about our O-line because our defense just get, turns over everything. Joe Burrow is a little bit magic. Jamar Chase is a god this year. It feels like there's one of those storylines that actually probably will have no impact on the game. But, I mean, it, it does seem like it's a right here, right now thing for the Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. A, a lot of, To be honest, a lot of fans have been saying that this week, you know, a lot because obviously the discussion around the offensive line is it, going to be there. Um, but we're very, we're very much a momentum team and we've been like that pretty much the whole year um if you look at a lot of the games we've played um it, a lot of them have had the same kind of script we'd go down a bit and you know go down in the first half not play so well kind of start off quite slow and then really come back in the second half i think burrow said in a press conference um after the uh, afc championship game we are very much a second half team um and we're very much kind of 
built on momentum and I, I get those turnovers again I think if we do somehow if we can force a turnover on defense that could potentially be enough to to get our offense moving and you know our defense to really step up which is is, is what happened um, against the Chiefs yeah it sort of it does remind me a little bit of that 2017 Eagles team like the fact, like on of course you bring them up. I've got to. Like on paper, <laughs> there's no way they were talented enough. Like especially once Carson Wentz went down to win that Super Bowl. But it's like the the whole momentum thing again. It's like riding that wave. Like they've got the city behind them. They're feeling good about themselves. And like when your best skill position player is, I mean Zach Ertz was good, but your best outside receiver is Alshon Jeffrey or Nelson Aguilar. Like that's not a Super Bowl winning roster. But then you go and beat Tom Brady Patriots. So it's like. Is is doable even when you look across to the Rams and they've got all these superstars. Yeah, it's your it's your not just your in game momentum as well, but just like going throughout the season and you, especially with teams who I hate to say it win one Super Bowl and then and then it's not like it's a perennial Super Bowl contender. Um, that momentum towards the end of the season is what makes all the difference. I yeah, well, I mean the Joe Flacco Super Bowl. Exactly. Same sort of thing. <laughs> we're, all, we're all used to this. Postseason MVP. <laughs> 18 touchdowns, <laughs> zero interceptions. Read that stat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially because, like, the Bengals are ahead of schedule. It's not like, oh, this win, we're win now, like the Rams somewhat are without any picks in the next 15 years. But, like, you guys, <laughs> I think Dylan, you said at the beginning, like, you would have been happy with a seven-win season. You've got a load of young players a load of guys you just signed on the defensive side of the ball. No one's really a free agent this year. If you manage to get a few guys on the offensive line, there's no reason if, I mean, ideally you win the Super Bowl this year, but even if you don't, it's not like one of those where the Vultures come pick a Super Bowl team apart and you don't grow over the next two years. That's Yeah, I mean, really, we are, we're set up for, and that, that's, again, why I said at the start of the year that I didn't necessarily think this year would be kind of a breakout year necessarily we, we're set up really to be good in two years or so do you know what I mean but when because yeah. we have got a lot of young players on offense and defense and I, I, if this off season I mean if we okay regardless if yeah if we win the Super Bowl or not um, if this off season we can manage to really improve our offensive line I, I think we'll be a lot more complete as a team next year mm. um, and if I mean I, I don't know because it, it's very much as momentum it feels kind of that's how we've been this year it feels very much momentum based and so I don't know whether if like a loss in the Super Bowl would carry over somewhat or whatever um but you know if we did manage to improve our offensive line we could be even better next year and you know that's a it's an exciting prospect really it's interesting that it's it's almost like the only glaring weakness that you need to improve in the off season like around the board throughout like your skill position players, your defense. Head coach. There's, there's... What? <laughs> what, what are Head your thoughts on, Z- on Zach Taylor? I'm, I'm not really sure if I'm honest. I'm not really sure because I, I, you can really, the, su- the success we've had this season, you can attribute a lot of it to Joe Burrow, if I'm honest. And okay. And yeah, our, our defense stepping up as well. They're probably the two biggest contributors to, um, to how, to, you know to improve us this year um i think even if he's not necessarily changed that much if he's not influenced that much in how we play um i do somewhat think that he he's changed the culture slightly mm. because 
you know, everyone knew about how the Bengals were, you know, we've always been a kind of a team to bottle it really. Um, <laughs> and, and to be honest, throughout the whole playoffs this year, that's kind of, I've, I've been waiting for that, <laughs> for that to happen. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it has, it has felt kind of different this year and okay. You know, a lot of that is down to Joe Burrow, but I think if any credit should be given to Zach Taylor, I think it's that, he, I think he's changed the the culture and the actual attitude that the players have towards um, towards playing. Um, because I, I can't remember um, what exactly the quote was, but um, William Jackson, who we'd had at cornerback for I think three years, I want to say, um, who left to the well now Washington Commanders, um, <laughs> the uh, the uh, the end of last year, he came out and said that that you know the team was never going to be a, a winning team and that that they, they weren't set up right and that the they weren't almost like the um who was it um was it McCourty that said about the Browns that he he thought that yeah he came out this Browns week and said it didn't he following the Hugh Jackson yeah stuff. yeah was it he said something like that he the team kind of never it never felt like they wanted to win necessarily mm, and yeah. I think that was kind of the same thing that was coming out of our locker room and I guess if you look at the the playoff drought, you know, in the playoff win drought that we've had, maybe the that was hanging over the kind of the heads of teams yeah. in the past. Whereas I think this team, they're trying to write their own kind of story, if you like. Yeah, I think I think that's fair actually, because a, a lot of Zach Taylor's ridicule comes from the fact that well, his offense isn't really anything special. It's Joe Burrow running around throwing out to Jamar Chase or T Higgins, but. Like, some of the best coaches in the NFL aren't necessarily scheme guys. Like, John Harbaugh. Yeah, you're a culture guy. Yeah, culture guys are important. And if you can get an OC underneath him, is he is he the play caller, Zach Taylor? Yeah, he is, yeah. He is. Oh, um, well, that's I, less encouraging. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't necessarily fully agree with him being play caller necessarily. Um, I, I, the one thing I do like about his play calling um, is that he has been a lot more aggressive in terms of going for it on fourth down, for example. I mean, if you look at um, was it uh, the game against the Chiefs in week 17, I mean, when we were down at the what one yard line for God knows how long we were there. Mm. Um, and a, a lot of people were saying, you know, just just kick the field goal, kick the field goal. And to be honest, if I think there was a, a penalty um, thrown on a penalty flag, thrown on the Chiefs, and I think if that hadn't have happened, they would have got the ball back because we went for it on fourth down. So we got very lucky there. But mm. I think maybe the aggressiveness of his play calling is if if there is something about it that I like, mm. that's probably what I would say um, I've enjoyed about it. Yeah, that's how he's proved he's not an offshoot, a true offshoot of the Shanahan McVay tree because he because those are some of the most cautious <laughs> coaches, despite all the plaudits they get for their offensive scheme and all that they are absolutely bottleless when it comes to big decisions so yeah but you don't want to end up like the chargers on the other end of the stick <laughs> going for it on fourth down almost every time yeah when well, it doesn't make sense the numbers say they should go for it joe and you, yeah, numbers, the numbers say numbers you should never punch but yeah. <laughs> all right do you have a score prediction dylan are you going with the bengals i'm not to be honest and if, if oh, I'm what? Being... <laughs> i know i know the thing is, I, I've, I don't know if this is just the way I am, but I, I prefer I, and I, I do think during the playoffs we've, we've kind of, played along with the underdog narrative somewhat, mm. um, but if you look at, everything suggests that the Rams should win. If you look at the the two rosters, 
And if you look at the matchups, everything does suggest that the Rams should win. I'm, I, I personally think if I was to give a score prediction, I would say something like 28 to 24. Something it's fairly close, but where the Rams just edge it because th- they've got the the matchups. Mm. Is that a head to head? It keeps going down to the wire, or you a late push that you can't quite get there with? I mean, yeah, going by again how we've been this year, I could again see the Rams taking a lead in the first half. We get off to quite a slow start and then start to develop momentum. But the thing is, as soon as we do that, then there's no reason why we can't go on and go on and win. So I wouldn't write us off completely, but I would say that the Rams are probably my favourites, even though I'm quite biased. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, the one thing I would say to that is that if I looked at it on paper, I would have said the Chiefs should definitely have beaten the Bengals. Yeah. To be honest, watching the game, I think the Chiefs should have somehow beaten the Bengals. But I'm not entirely yeah, sure. Definitely. Should have just ran it a little bit more, but smidge, smidge. Yeah, I, I mean, when I, when I was watching that game, I think it, when it was about when it, when it was half, well, it, it was half time. I think we scored a touchdown fairly recent before halftime and then we managed to stop the Chiefs from scoring that was quite a big turning point I thought but I think before that it was what 20 I want to say 21 to 3 at one point mm, yeah. and I, I I mean I even though the same situation happened last time we played the Chiefs in week 17 I thought there's no way it'll happen again like you know you thought they'd learn from it yeah you think so yeah I mean I guess they learned they learned um to cover Jamar Chase a bit better yeah. but um but yeah, I, I mean, I'd pretty much written it off at that point and I was going to just sit and somewhat in, try and enjoy watching the second half without being too stressed. But then uh, the stress came back. Stress came back. What ones is actually achievable that you could win the game? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so is this your game plan that if you if you don't believe in the Bengals, then you won't get stressed? And you can enjoy the victory then that much more. Yeah. You'll be if it's a surprise victory. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that I mean that would that would that would work well. I mean I I say that, but you know, once the game comes around, yeah, you know. <laughs> mm. Are you are you out to watch it, or are you watching it? What is, what's your plan for that? You gonna stay up? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, no, I think he's yeah. gonna go to sleep. And then... <laughs> set, you set your alarm early before you, and so you yeah, can yeah. watch it before you go. <laughs> no, I, I I've I've um kind of thought that. I think I've got what a couple of couple of uni sessions on the Monday. I don't think I'm going to be attending. <laughs> I would be surprised. I'm yeah, just it's all yeah. online now. It's all online now. It's all online. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that probably is about as much Bengals talk as we've we got for today. Uh, thanks, Dylan, for coming on. Uh, make sure you check no out all of Dylan and the rest of the team stuff on thedropback.com. Check out our socials at the Dropback Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I've been Sam. I've been Joe. I've been Dylan. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs> the Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>